Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful to, uh, Wednesday morning. I started to say Tuesday, but today is Wednesday. So <laughs> kind of lost track of my uh, days of the week there, but uh, nothing new. I uh, usually struggle with that anyway. Uh, seems like one day seems to run into the next for whatever reason. But uh, I guess it's what happens when you're staying busy and having fun, huh? So. <laughs> But uh hope everybody slept well last night and uh, ready to hit the day uh, running. I know that um, a lot of tensions are high right now with this uh, political race uh, in Georgia. And uh, it just amazes me uh, how people with any kind of intellect whatsoever can't see the, the voter fraud that's going on with our presidency. And uh, even if it's in Georgia, how they stopped counting, uh, just it just... It blows my mind, you know, how people be so blind to these kind of things. But uh, you know what? I know it's um, it's scary. I know that it's uh, uh, frustrating for a lot of people. The thing of it is, God's in control. And uh, I get mad and I get angry just like everybody else does, you know. And I, uh, I'm not going to pretend otherwise. But I uh, uh, just keep in mind that uh God's in control. He's got this, and He will not leave us nor forsake us, and He's not going to uh, let us down in one in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So please keep that in mind, and don't let your your anger and your anxiety get the best of you. And I'm really talking to myself here because uh, I'm one of the main ones who uh, who have a hard time uh, with uh, what's going on uh, politically right now. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, if you notice, I'm kind of messing around with my iPad here just a little bit. I'm uh, trying to make sure that I see, uh, uh, I haven't seen anybody comment yet, but I'm just trying to make sure that I do uh, see the comments as they, as they pop up here. So I'm, so I'm trying to keep an eye on everything and make sure, because the other day, um, let's see what's the day is with Sunday evening, I didn't see a comment one, and my wife's like, there's all kinds of people commenting, and so for whatever reason, it did not uh, show up. So I'm just trying to make sure that, I'm got everything where it's supposed to be. So, all right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and let's look at. Our, oh, we need to do our pledge of allegiance. What am I thinking this morning? Hold on a second. Here, let me get over here. I forgot. I don't know what's the matter with me today. All right. Let's go ahead and let us stand and place our hands over our hearts here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. all right. Praise the Lord for that. We are able to have that freedom to discuss uh, or to say that pledge uh, each and every day and morning and uh, praise God uh, for that. All right, uh, we're going to look at our scripture this morning, and uh, we're going to look at First Peter chapter five, verses six and seven. So, if you have your Bibles handy, that would be fantabulous. But um, if you don't, of course, I always bring that up for everybody to uh, read along with. But again, we're looking at First Peter chapter five, verses six and seven. First Peter five, verse six says, "Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he that he may exalt you in due time." Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. All right. Bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts, as me old Pappy would always say. And uh, so I um, hope uh, uh, everybody was able to follow along there. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to look and see, make sure that everybody's able to. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
All right. Uh, good morning, Darlene and Ed and uh, Karen and Brandy and Keith. So glad everybody's there. For whatever reason, I'm kind of seeing what's going on. For some reason, on my iPad, it will not show the comments. But on my phone, it shows the comments. So now I see what's going on here. So that kind of gives me a better idea what I need to do and what I need to uh, to look at from now on. All right, so uh, again, thank you all for joining in this morning. We're looking, looking at First Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, and apologize for all the uh, technical delays here. Now, uh, one thing, uh, verse 6 is very important. Uh, not over 7 is very well-known verse. A lot of Christians can, can uh, uh, quote that one pretty much with ease. Uh, but, uh, but we need to know, I feel like, of course, all Scripture works together, obviously. But I feel like 6 works together with seven and we do definitely need to read those two together humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time we need to humble ourselves before god almighty see man has a real problem uh with pride and uh, and arrogance uh you know it's not you know you don't ever see anything in the bible saying that uh uh talking about low self-esteem uh and quite and quite the contrary uh man thinks too highly of himself uh, you know, even somebody who who is shy, you think, uh, you know, that uh, well, they're they're just humble people. No, they're too worried about what everybody else thinks. That's why they're so shy. You know, it is. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, we. I gotta get this out here. I'm uh, stumbling around this morning. We need to make sure that we when we go for God Almighty in prayer and in Bible study. Uh, and uh, good morning, Julie. Uh, in Bible study, that um, uh, that we are going for God Almighty, we're going for God's presence and all humility. That we're putting away self and selfishness and pride. I think some people uh, want to uh, make God like a, a genie in a box and uh, just uh, do asking for things we wish for or hope for, and that's not how it works. And uh, we need to make sure that uh, you know. Remember, we're going in the presence of God. And we spend that time of prayer and. Uh, I hope that you are going at it with that reverence, and uh, and if you have prideful intentions uh, in your heart, uh, and if you are showing arrogance uh, uh, towards those around you, or that you are superior to those around you, and, and the reason why I say that because I've seen a lot of Christians and pastors alike who have this attitude of superiority that uh, other people aren't at a level spiritually that they're at and, and that is such uh, uh, malarkey you know good morning ginger and it just uh, uh, bugs me when i see people like that that uh, want to look down on others because they, they feel like they're on their spiritual high horse so to speak and, uh, you know, we're all in this together. We're all sinners. And uh, we need to make sure that, uh, you know what, God, help me to be always humble before you in all areas and all aspects of our lives. It's not easy to do and because of that pride. But we need to have that humility. Uh, again, one day we're going to be standing before God in judgment, uh, no doubt about it. But, um, you know, in fact, I was even thinking, uh, I don't know why, I was this uh, last night, this morning, I was just wondering, how long? I wonder. How, I wonder how long I will be on this earth. You know, well, you know, could it be today, tomorrow, thirty years from now? Who knows? You know, how long will we, that I'll be on this earth? How long you will be on this earth? And I think when you um, have that, um, uh, good morning, Angie, uh, that kind of uh, attitude, uh, I think that brings about uh, humility, because you realize how short time is. 
and you realize that you want to live a life that's glorifying unto God. And uh, because we don't know when we'll be standing before God Almighty. And, uh, you know, of course, God's Word tells us time and again how short life is. It's but a bit of vapor. Uh, you know, we're only here just for a little while. And uh, when you start putting that into context and try to live each day as if it were your last, I think that will bring about uh, uh, that humility uh, that is required to stand before God. But one thing we see here, though, in verse 7, in verse 6, we see that humility. In fact, there was an illustration. Um, I forgot it was a... Um, Oh my goodness! Uh, I forgot it was like a, a, a Arab proverb, I think maybe or something like that. But anyway, it said that uh, this frog was talking to uh, these two geese who were flying south for the winter, and talked them into uh, uh, trying to get help uh, for him to go with them, and they agreed to it. So he took a, a long stalk of grass. And uh, one took it in one of its beak, and the other took it in the other of its beak, and the frog held on to the center with its with his teeth, and uh, so they took off flying. And uh, said as they were flying, said that uh, uh, someone saw uh, that you know bizarre uh, flight of of two keys with the frog holding on in the middle. Said, I wonder who come up with that wonderful idea. And the frog said, It was me. And of course, uh, he fell. Uh, he he he. Pride goes before a fall. That's <laughs> what was what they're going for. Because you know, when he opened his mouth, obviously he let go and he fell to his death. And uh, so that's what they're. That's kind of what their um, their illustration for pride goes before a fall. And uh, because we want credit, you know, we want credit for the things we do. We want credit we do something benevolent. We want credit for if we were uh, trying to live a, a holy enough life, you know, we want that credit. And, uh, you know, it kind of cracks me up a little bit, um, uh, these people who, uh, you know, I'm sure their heart may be in the right place, but you see this on Facebook time and again, individuals who do something very benevolent, but they want to make sure that camera's on and everybody in the world sees that benevolence and what they're doing, you know, so it makes you wonder, are you really doing this out of humility or are you doing it to get a viral video, you know, and that's, uh, that's one thing that, uh, uh, amazes me. We see somebody trying to help a homeless person to make sure that camera's on so everybody can see and get that kind of credit. But, but then we look at verse 7, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Now, you know, when I think of the word casting, uh, I can't help but think of, you know, I, I used to love to fish. I used to love to, to bass fish. Dad and I used to be in, go do different tournaments. And of course, going to a bass tournament with my dad, uh, you might as well uh, forget about the thoughts of trying to win because he, uh, uh, the way the waves hit the boat, he crawls to the bottom of the boat and goes to sleep. He said it makes him sleepy, so he's not he's not a real good fishing partner because <laughs> he he wants to go to sleep. But uh, uh, but I love fishing, and so you can't help but think about casting. Uh, you know, you have your rod and reel casting that that bait out there to it. You know, and so when you think about that casting, you're you're casting that out. You're giving that over to God. All your cares, all your worries, all your anxieties, you're you're giving that to God Almighty. But you know, it's very interesting. When we look at Webster's uh, definition of casting. It also talks about uh, not only talks about casting as I was describing, but also casting as in a mold. And I thought very interesting when you look at that. Um, uh, that definition is that's something that we want as Christians to be shaped and molded 
in the likeness of Christ. So isn't that very interesting? When you look at that definition, look at the Webster's Dictionary definition to get time, but it's also talking about, when you talk about casting a mold. And I thought, well, that is very wonderful because we want to be molded in the likeness of Jesus. We want the, the potter to form the clay and mold us in where he wants us to, how he wants us to be. And uh, so, you know, the world right now is chaotic. The world right now is crazy. Uh, people's uh, fears and anxiety are all-time high. The, this, this virus has got so many people tore all to pieces, you know. They, you know, and, and, you know it, it freaks me out, too, I'll be honest with you. You know, it just amazes me how, uh, you know, people that are really super healthy, they could die like that. And you got some elderly person that's pushing 100 years old, and they, the virus don't seem to affect them at all. You know, so it's... You know, you have that, that concern for that. Uh, you, small businesses are suffering and shutting doors because of this, this COVID situation. And so, you know, parents try to teach their, their kids at home, uh, you know, with the virtual because they can't go to school. And so it's just, you know, there's a lot of anxiety right now. There's a lot of fear right now. But here's the thing. We have to understand that um, we are in control of nothing. God is in control of everything. And I think it goes back to humbling yourselves before God, realizing that you are in you are in control of nothing. It doesn't matter how much you wring your hands. It doesn't matter how much you get upset, you cry, you get angry, you can scream and shout. It's not going to change the circumstance. So you realize, hey, I need to humble myself, give this over to God. He is the one in control. He's saying here to cast all of your cares upon him, for he careth for you. He loves us. He cares for us just as any loving father would. Just as I care and love for my children, I care the Heavenly Father far more outweighs his love than than we could ever possibly imagine. So cast that on to him. Give that over to God. Just like I say, you know, we casting that rod over, cast that over to him. And I think when we have that humility and we can cast that over to God, then he can shape and mold us in the in the form that he wants us to be. We have to be malleable. We have to be able to be be, be shaped in his image. Uh, and it only comes through humility. If you're full of pride and arrogance and self-centeredness, saying, well, I've got control of this situation, then you're not humbling yourself to be molded in the in the way that God wants you to be. And, uh, you know, like I say, it is, uh, you know, I think God's word tells us time and again, particularly when it comes to anxiety and worry, over and over again, you know, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, you've heard me quote that so many times, to be anxious for nothing. Look at Matthew 6, 25, the rest of the end of the chapter, talking about not to be worried about anything. These will take care of the birds of the air, the grass of the field. How much more important are we to him than they? You know, if God's going to take care of these those types of situations, he's got us. He's going to meet our needs. He's going to take care of us. He's going to get us through any and all situations. Right now, it's not looking good in the political sphere. It looks like, you know, the, the, the far left-wing progressive, of course, they, of course, we all know that they've uh, cheated their fannies off to get their president-elect in there and uh, to take control of the House and the Senate. That's what they want. Now, we're still determined to see what's going to happen in Georgia. Right now, from what I've seen, it's all looking real good. And uh, it may get tough. It may get worse in this country. If it goes more and more socialist, it may get tougher on us. But don't forget the one who is in control. Don't forget that God is not allowing one thing to happen uh, that he's not allowing to happen for a reason. And we may not understand that reason on this side of heaven. Or then again, these things may have to come to pass before his return, before he raptures us out of here. And uh, so we may have more difficult road ahead of us as Christians, uh, you know, the, in regards to the, our convictions 
in regards to gender or how we uh, view abortion or uh, homosexuality, whatever it may be, those with the far left-wing progressive ideals are going to hate and despise who we are and what we represent, and they will want to silence us. But that's when we have to stand firm on God's word and realize that God's going to give us the strength uh, when we need it, not before, uh, but when we need it. And to understand that he has got this and that he is in control. And then when you can give that over to God, then you'll be a lot more happier and realize that your worry and your anxiety is only going to make you miserable. You've got to have, if you want to be released from that, have that freedom, you've got to give that over to God and let go. You know, it's not that man is doing these things and God's like, oh, let me change my plans. That's crazy. Uh, you know, God is omniscient, omnipresent. You know, he's all-knowing. He is everywhere. There's not a thing in the world. God doesn't adjust his plans according to what man's doing. God's already laid out what he's going to do and is in control. And uh, so if you have this erroneous idea that uh, what you do affects God's uh, plan for you, you're crazy. God will allow certain things to transpire. Uh, even, what does God's word even tell us? Look at uh, when... Um, um, Joseph, when he was uh, uh, he was uh, uh, thrown into the to the pit, and uh, uh, and how what how God used him in a mighty way, even even ended up saving his own brothers and his family uh, from starvation from plague. And what did he say? What you meant for evil, God meant for good. So even though we may see some bad things coming down the road, what man may mean for evil, God means for good. And certain things may have to transpire before his return. And remember, there's a distinction between the rapture and the second coming. A lot of people confuse those two. Those are two distinct events. But God, uh, or Jesus Christ, for those who are saved, are going to rapture us out of here uh, if if he tarries. Uh, you know, he, we, we may die before he raptures us out of here. Either way, <laughs> I was going to say, time is so short. Either way, you're going to be standing for God Almighty. And so uh, one thing, whoops, one thing for sure is that we've got to uh, uh, humble ourselves, cast all that care and anxiety on him, and knowing that he's got this and he's going to take care of us. Just like if one of my children come running up to me, I want to take care of them. I want to hold them. I want to say, hey, you're safe. It's okay. Daddy's going to protect you. Look how much more God Almighty loves us. And knowing that his mighty hand, nothing can snap us out of his mighty, righteous right hand. He's got this. and He's going to protect you and nothing's going to hurt you when you're in God's loving arms. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you so much uh, for what you do for us. Uh, thank you for the strength and the courage, uh, the gifts and the talents that you give us. Help us, Lord, not to be worried or scared. Uh, Lord, help us to understand that fear does not come from you, but it comes from the devil. Fill us with your peace and your strength. Let us turn to you in all humility and grace. And Lord, uh, let us cast all those cares and, and worries on you. Lord, if anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for this nation. I pray that the hearts and minds will turn to you before it's too late. I do want to lift up our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood, and Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee. Pray to be with Troy. I pray that you'll be with Linda David Feathers. Lord, pray a special prayer for our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson. I know he's having a rough time right now. And uh, pray to be with Jane Kitchings, and Larry and Donna Knight, and Roger Winters, and uh, so many others, Lord. 
Lord, uh, help us uh, this day to use it uh, to glorify you in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, uh, I um, don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we continue our study in First Peter. And uh, uh, that's tonight. And, of course, Sunday morning at uh, 118 Julie Lane uh, is uh, from 11 to 12 morning service and uh, 6 p.m. online service that evening. And uh, if you haven't already, be sure and tune in to uh, uh, the Doc Young Chronicles on Apple iTunes, free of charge. Don't cost you a thing, but it is audio only. So be sure and tune into that, and uh, you'll be glad you did. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.